0: Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk,
1: dr, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, dr, account, drunk
0: accountant, drunk
1: accountant,
0: drunk, 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 drunk to drunk, 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 okay, okay,
1: drunk, drunk, drunk again, drunk again, drunk accountant. Oh. So this is the second week that we've done it here, Tim.
0: Yeah, I don't, it's a nice spot. I mean, this probably also justifies me negatively gearing the house <laughs> and- uh, Wait, are we, are we on right now? We're on. Oh, yeah, we're on. <laughs> <laughs> just if you are the ATA listening to this, just ignore every word. I, just, neglect just, uh, just, <laughs> just neglect what we just said. Just uh, neglect what we just said. Welcome to the podcast, <laughs> it's The True Drunk Accountants.
1: My name is Dan. I'm Tim. That's Tim over there. Dan pointed at me as if to say, Tim, say you're Tim. Yeah, well, I need, I need to give you props sometimes. <laughs> I was looking outside. It especially, just looks so nice out there. Especially when we do the Tim and Dan load jingle. I uh, need to really
0: indicate which direction you're going. Yeah, yeah. Before we do it. <laughs> so Dan was just pointing up and down and waving <laughs> his hand around like a wave, in you know, a wavy motion. I'm not really sure what that is. Well. Is he, is he telling me to buy or sell? I don't know. We'll see what he does. <laughs> 50,000 Deutschmarks. <dois> <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what you do. Uh, uh, yeah, welcome to the podcast, everybody. Uh, we're recording on the day of release today. You know what, Dan? What? I thought w- when we start this thing off, we should probably say what this podcast is about. Because some people do <laughs> ask. True. You know, right? <laughs> and, and some And this is like where, what, 20... 20-
1: Late twenties into our episode yeah, count now. We might be getting new listeners who have never heard the beginning of the podcast. True. So, what's so,
0: what's the podcast about? Tim, this is
1: the <laughs> two drunk accountants. We are two accountants that sit around, have a
0: beverage, have a beverage. And whether just, that be caffeinated, decaffeinated, yeah, alcoholic, alcoholic, alcoholic just
1: yeah. a beverage. Um, we're drunk on accounting.
0: Yeah, yeah, true. We're drunk on accounting.
1: This is right, yeah, it's taken us late twenties worth of episodes to come up with that <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is a podcast where we just dispel the myths about running a small business and provide information to you know, the hundreds of thousands of small business owners
0: that are out there. Exactly right. Um, it, it is more targeted towards business owners or yeah. people who are working in business. Yeah. And have some sort of say in the way that business runs. Exactly. But there are, we're finding a few accountants are listening, accounting um, softwares yeah. or uh, providers. So, exactly. yeah, it's quite interesting the mix of people yeah. that are finding something interesting.
1: That's right. And and as always, we do say people come for the accounting but they stay for the banter. Yeah, they stay true. for the banter, it's and true. there is a lot of banter generally. So yeah. uh, it is tongue in cheek. We we, we have a few uh, we have a few different segments. We have the Tim and Dan low. That's where we discuss our weeks. Mm. Uh, we have the business update, where we give some updates with business news that's out there. Yep. And then we have our main topic, which we discuss a different topic every week.
0: What's the main topic today?
1: Today's main topic is going to be. <laughs> long service leave yeah you know and we had a big build-up to that but if you've clicked to listen to this
0: episode <laughs> you, already <laughs> so, <laughs> you already know so you already know so uh well, yes why, why long service leave well we'll get into that later we'll get into that uh <laughs> and then at the end there we, we
1: do a little bit of a other thing and that's just mm. where we give props to things not necessarily accounting related but just things yeah. that we've enjoyed over the past week that we feel deserve a shout out
0: yeah definitely definitely so, that's the podcast. Tim and Danlow time. All right. Ready?
1: I'm pointing to you in what direction you're meant to be going. <laughs> All, right. All right.
0: What, what is, is the, the Tim, Tim and Dan
1: <laughs> Yeah,
0: we're getting better at that. <laughs> yeah, you did that one. I think
1: <laughs> usually we, we, we opposite. I normally go high and you normally go low, yeah, I think. true. This week we went I've got a pretty good
0: high. All right. I
1: think. So, what's your Tim and Danlow?
0: Um, Tim and Danlow. Um, actually, it's just a bit of out of the, out of the blue, Dan, mm. since we are recording at my humble abode. Yes, we are. Uh, Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, Tim and Dan Lowe is about a bird. A bird? Yeah, a particular Man. species of bird. Uh,
1: Tim, This is 2018. You call them women, <laughs> all right? I'm sure Jade wouldn't appreciate that. <laughs> she
0: loves it when I call her my bird. <laughs> no, uh, it's about magpies. Magpies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have a lot of them in my backyard. You do at the moment. You do. And I love them, but hate them mm. at the same time. So my yeah, my Tim and Danlow is about. Uh, it's a native species. If you are listening overseas to mm. Australia, I'm actually staring at a magpie right now. Yeah, it's, so it's,
1: it's the old grubby one that yeah. looks like it's. You know, on its last couple seasons.
0: There you go. Like dead set, they're just they're just loitering at my house. There's about ten of them live in mm. a tree out the back. There, mm. so cool to listen to them yeah. uh, when they're talking to each other. They make mm. a great noise. They're sort of like <laughs> <laughs> if you've never heard a magpie yeah. before, <laughs> that was dead accurate. If you hadn't heard one, and then they're black and white. They've got some yep. very interesting markings. Yeah, the younger ones are grey. Mm. Yeah, and like you said, they're really like dusty looking yeah and like real like they just look drunk all the time yeah like they're jumping around man yeah. real real boisterous but uh the, the reason i hate them is because they poo on everything so uh yeah get out of my yard magpies if you're listening
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, no i i really do like you know everyone hates being swooped by a magpie but you know, I, I think i've spoken about that episode of ologies i listened to with the birds and they're talking about yeah I think they specifically mentioned magpies. Magpies
0: are so smart. Yeah, incredibly
1: smart. Uh, they, a lot smarter than we realized up until recently. They recognize faces. Yeah. They recognize people and they live for years. And even if you it move is, away and come back, yeah. they will remember exactly. who
0: you yeah. yeah, exactly. If you're in the park and that magpie sees you, yeah. they recognize you. Yeah. So, if they don't like you, they'll swoop you. They'll swoop you. <laughs> <laughs> but if they do like you, yeah. they might come up and say hello. Yeah. yeah. Which is actually, it happens around my house all the time. They walk around the the uh, roof over my veranda mm. and they stick their head down. Mm. Um, so, all you can see this is like upside down magpie heads <laughs> <laughs> looking around left and right. It's actually really cute. That's funny. Mm. Then they they shit on everything. So. Yeah. And Jade has all these succulents lying around and just always knocking them over. Nah. I, they even stole a cactus, stand. <laughs> well. <laughs> they stole this tiny little cactus. Jade did such to a good job raising some cacti that she, uh, the magpies took. Uh. Can't believe it. I'm pretty sure they just got interested, thought it was food, picked it up, dropped it somewhere. (laughs) Joke's on them. Real prickly. (laughs) It's true. What's your uh, Tim and Danlo? Uh,
1: My Tim and Danlo this week is... uh, I'd I'd like to give some props where props are due, Tim. And I'm going to combine my Tim and Danlo with the Pong date. (laughs) Now... As we didn't mention the Pong Date in the intro, the Pong Date is where we give an update at our office Mm. ping
0: pong tournament every week, which is a very big rivalry. It's pretty serious. We have an external uh, ping pong advisor now Mm. in Alois Rosario from (laughs) Pingskills. Yeah,
1: I don't know if he appreciates all the attention that we're giving him, but uh, yeah, he's definitely that. So, I'd like to just say, Tim, that after a couple of months, maybe even three months of, Mm. of you being... In not, like, still good form, but, but not, not, peak just, form, yeah. not peak form. Not peak yeah. form. You've definitely come back this week. Uh, and I did. Yeah. You, You've played really, your attack's been on, your defense yeah. has been on. Yeah. You know, I was flying shots at your left, right and center and, and you were getting them back and not yeah. just a defense shot, but you were actually
0: attacking back. Yeah. And uh, you won the week. I did. I won the week. You won the week. In, like, flying car. I beat you. One of the games, I beat you 21-3. Yeah. There was a like
1: five-point...
0: Still. Deduction that I had from the game, and we won't get into the technicalities <laughs> here, but
1: essentially it was 21 8, which is still a shellacking. That's a shellacking. still a shellacking. Yeah, um, I yeah. did manage to turn it around you today. Did. You did, and you I, well. I won the grand final. So, although you won the week, I won I the grand final it for was the week. very so frustrating for me. Essentially, equal points, um, and yeah. you get one one point ahead, I think. Yeah, um, coming out of the week in the season, tally. it's disappointing. It is disappointing. So, yeah. Well, I, I just wanted to give props to him
0: and to say, thanks, uh, Dan. It's good to have you back. <laughs> That's nice. I'm glad. I'm glad to have you. back, and I'm going to take the lead back in the season comp. Just well. so you know, there's a few weeks left. I'm I'm charged to win oh. this thing. Well, uh, you raise me up, Tim.
1: Every time you get better, I get better.
0: <laughs> uh, all so, right, cool. <laughs> what's the business update? <laughs> the business update uh, is an interesting report that was released during the week by the Grattan Institute. Mm. Or the Grattan is... I don't know. There's the two, t- there's two T's in there. It's so, Grattan. Uh, Grattan. It's Grattan. Yeah, we're going to run with Grattan. No, it is Grattan. What they did was a bit of a study into money in retirement and mm. how Australians will be faring when they retire
1: yeah, in so, comparison
0: to other countries.
1: Yeah. So, in... Uh, The the usual line around this is we're all stuffed. We're going to get to the end of our life. We're not putting (laughs) enough away in our super. Um, We're not going to have enough
0: cash. You know, if you don't own your own home, come retirement time, you are ruined. Yeah. So, that's exactly right. Um, That's what this report's saying as well. So, the conventional thought um, Mm. about retirees or Mm. people saving for their retirement in Australia Mm. is uh, they're not saving enough. Mm. People don't have enough. Mm. And... um, yeah, and there some been a bit of debate about that, that maybe we've been a bit too negative yeah. towards our view. Actually, compared to other countries around the world, we could be um, in a quite a good position.
1: Yeah, so, the am I right to say that the article, because I did see this in, in, in brief, um, it, it essentially
0: says that most Australians will have enough money for retirement? Correct. So the actual stats here are saying um and this is from Grattan Institute modeling mm. that even for even allowing for inflation mm. most workers today can expect a retirement income of at least 91% of their pre-retirement income. Wow. 91%. 91%. That's a lot. That is a lot. That's high to me. That that is very high. And Considering they were probably not, I mean, 100% of their pre-retirement income, it's probably quite good. and, and They're you, living off that and probably saving, putting you, extra into super and those sorts of things. You'd hope as well that, you know, by the time you retire, you've paid off your house. Mm. So that's it, true. a lot exactly. of savings there. Exactly right. So, um, the OECD benchmark, yeah. um, that's, this is the level that they endorse, yeah. um, is 70%.
1: 70. So, that's on average, all the other developed nations in the world, yeah. on average, is 71% and yeah. we're at potentially 90.
0: Well, yeah. So, 70% is the benchmark, we're at 91. Mm.
1: So, I'm going to throw a curveball at you. I'm yeah, not okay. sure if, or if this is mentioned in the article. <laughs> yeah. So, is the narrative around retirement right now that way because the current slate of people mm. either in retirement yes. or immediately about to retire yeah. aren't in the same position as this article predicts for the future?
0: No. I mean, I don't think so. Mm. I actually feel the opposite. Mm. I feel like the people who are coming towards retirement right now are the baby boomers. Mm. And I think we all know that if they had their head switched on mm. throughout their life, mm. they're going to be in a very good situation heading mm. into, into retirement. Mm. And so, I think that's what the report is more getting at. It's saying we don't have a crisis on our hands. The planning has been done. And people, are um, on average, going to have ninety-one percent of their pre-retirement income, yeah, um, to live off. So does that answer your your, your question, or touch on what you were trying to? to yeah, get to it then? does.
1: It does. Uh, I'm not entirely. I'm, I'm, I'd, I'd like to read the report, I guess, but I'll,
0: I'll, I'll pick but out. Essentially,
1: news. it's great yeah, news.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll pick out some interesting paragraphs. So, interestingly, many low-income Australians will get a pay rise when they retire. Mm. Because of a combination of age pension and their compulsory superannuation savings. Mm. So, they'll actually be earning more than when they were working Mm. for many low-income Australians. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Um, Some low-income Australians who rent, particularly in Sydney and Melbourne, Mm. are looking like they're going to be in a little bit of strife. Mm. Um, And that's a trend that they're predicting- will decrease the mm. over 65s who actually own their own home. So, mm. at the moment, it's 76%. They're predicting by 2056, it's going to be 57%. Now, yeah, I will give you one reason why that is. Yeah. It's because the current retirees are baby boomers. Yeah. <laughs> and in 2056, it's going to be people like you and I, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> retiring who are growing up in a completely different economic climate. Yeah, definitely. Um, and housing market. Definitely. So, I mean, that's really nothing... Nothing new there for no, me. No, definitely not. I was, I was just looking it up. So, you know,
1: various forms of superannuation have been around for, you know, decades. Mm. But the, the compulsory super Interesting. contributions that we know it kind of yeah. came in in the 80s and 90s really started to develop. Yeah. So, that's probably why as well is that the
0: current. current slate of people who are about to retire true, are in true. a good position
1: because they've had super. 30 years of super.
0: Yeah. They're not, they're not going to be relying on the aged pension. Exactly. Whereas um, historically, people before that, whose mm. you know award their industry award or whatever, might not have included
1: super. Yeah. Um, when it used to be a different system. Yeah. Um, may have been in a worse off position. I think that's and that's kind of what I was getting at earlier is okay. really that the current people who are retired that don't have like who are already retired say ten years ago. Yeah. And don't have the money. Mm. Um, might be because there was just a different system. Yeah, and it it's wasn't true. as good. And now, true. now that we did this
0: planning back forty, fifty years ago. Yeah. The current slate of people. They're yeah. in a much better position. Who would you say foots the bill for the superannuation system when that was introduced? Yeah. See, I mean... Is it the employers?
1: Yeah, like on, on one side, you know, if you're an employee, you're going to be saying, yeah, it's me. I bloody have to pay yeah. super for all these people. But yeah. uh, if you didn't have to pay that super, how much of that extra nine and a half percent would go to employees' wages.
0: Yeah, exactly right. They, 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 I mean, they, ha- it could adjust the mm-hmm. the ordinary earnings yeah. of people. Exactly. So, I would say- And the it's, government it's- gives tax incentives for super. Exactly. So- I'd say it's, it's probably a bit
1: employers, a bit employees,
0: um, but really it's the total cost of that employee regardless, um, I would say. So, this is the interesting- This is why I raise mm-hmm. this because um, the end of the sort of- short report that i'm reading here is saying because most australians will be comfortable in retirement mm. there's no need to boost retirement incomes across the board the legislative plan and this was in the budget to, go to, to increase from 9.5 yeah. to 12 percent it seems like it should be scrapped that's what they're saying in this report mm. um and it will save the budget about two billion two billion dollars a year i don't know how they calculate that that's why i said is it going to save business or uh, government? yeah i would say they just went two and a half percent business tax
1: deduction Times yeah. 15% tax in a super, times 30% tax in a, you <laughs> know, and the difference between... Them, I'd say that's how they came up with that number, but... It seems
0: strange. Yeah, it, it, it is... Ty- because it's a strange way to look at it. Yeah, it, it is strange and... and it reduces uh, my trust of the Graden Institute. Exactly, I, and here. I was going to say, <laughs> I, I wonder how accurate this is, because
1: you and I both know people and, you know, who, who are probably reaching retirement and don't have any money in the super. Yeah. They don't yeah. have... You know, they're, they're through circumstance, no way, through yeah. whatever. They're not in a. What position I would to imagine, I
0: would like to have when exactly. I retire. They're, yeah, you know,
1: they're nowhere near in a position to have ninety-one percent of their wages yep. um, as soon as they retire. Yeah, I know people like that. Yeah. Um. So I wonder whether or not this is a hundred percent got it right.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree. I yeah. mean, it feels like it's a little bit political. Yeah. Like good news. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and. Um, And even at the end here, the last paragraph is uh, superannuation tax breaks and age-based tax breaks should be reduced. (laughs) Mm. Um, And this is to ensure the retirement income system does not become an excessive burden on future budgets and endanger funding for aged care and health. I just don't make that connection.
1: Mm. I don't know. I just Googled Grattan Institute and the first headline that came out was uh, the Australian Financial Review headline that says, Grattan Institute accused of attacking ordinary Australians' retirement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
1: There you go. So, <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. So, but we, we don't know. Like, it, they could be 100% right and it's just the narrative around it's been Yeah. Wrong. I mean,
0: that we don't want that. Yeah. We don't want to hear that and, news. And and this is
1: what I would... And I would suggest that if if we've had these policies in for a while, right... And things are looking as good as the report says, mm. then why push
0: them back? Yeah, why change it? Why change it? It seems why to be working it? then. Yeah, it's it's so true. Maybe maybe what they're saying is we've done too well. <laughs> no such thing. <laughs> Do we really need no ninety one percent of our yeah. pre retirement income when yeah. we retire? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean yes. the
1: alternative the alternative is is that less people are able uh, to retire and more people need the age pension, yeah. which is gonna cost the government more. Yeah. I mean I'm no researcher, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I'd like to see further studies on this done by more people.
0: It is good that we're questioning it. Yeah, definitely. Everything question should, you need a
1: healthy skepticism about everything. You should be yeah. looking and
0: researching everything. I think that's been a huge part of like us in business is mm. questioning the status quo. So, I think that's massive. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. There's, there's our business update for the week anyway. Yeah, that's a good one. That's, yeah. that's going to- Maybe oh, we'll post
1: some things on uh, on the socials and say, sure. how do people feel about their retirement? Yeah, it's
0: not a bad idea um, based on the fact that, yeah, 91% income from pre-retirement yeah. income. How would you feel about that? Yeah. Oh, do you want more? I'd feel bloody great. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I want yeah. like, when, when to retire. I could retire tomorrow. that. Would without be running the numbers, you know, when
1: you're a kid, you, th- you think about retirement. I think, oh, I'll be living off, you know, half my wage and that's okay. <laughs> no, yeah, that's still quite good. <laughs> I'm not working. That sounds yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Um, but 91%, I'd be stoked with that. I'd be so happy. If you could quit now and earn 91% of your wage, would you be like, yes. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, exactly. I'd probably just go... Work at a bar or something, Dan. If, if I had, you know, 10 million in the bank and I could earn 5% on that, I'd be earning a lot of money <laughs> every year and uh, I'd definitely
0: quit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's good to know. This podcast would not be running. <laughs> I might do the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd do the oh, podcast. Passion Project. Passion Project. You need that. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So, any funny stories before we launch into the topic of today? Funny stories? Not really. I feel like you have one. Uh, I don't know. Just like a little bit of um, interesting stuff to do with uh, Mikey and his, his ping pong thoughts lately. Yeah. Uh, he feels like he's improving, but we're improving quicker than him. Yeah. Um, and he really took a backward slide when he realized that we, we responded poorly to his back... Sp- Backspin. Sp- yeah. Like his slice. Yeah. And then he just did that for two weeks straight. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we, got, we, better we got better at it. We got better at it. And now we can't do topspin. <laughs> yeah. No, it's 100% right. Uh, but he made me think of something today because he's running the uh, scoreboard for the comp. Yeah. Yeah. And- uh, Shout out to Mikey. Shout out to Mikey. Um, We've got 16 weeks on the board now and there's too many tabs on the page. (laughs) And the summary score was on the left. Yeah. The left side of the page. Yeah. And he's like, keep, you know, I'm going to have to go left and right to navigate through these tabs. It's getting really annoying. I'm like, oh, um yeah, that's a, bit of, a bit, of, bit of an issue. Have you thought about just moving the summary um, page to the yeah. right? <laughs> to the end of the 15th week so yeah. that it's right there where you need it? Yeah. It's like, oh, no, I thought about reshuffling them in reverse. So, moving the 15th week to the left and then the 14th, <laughs> 13th, and <the> 12th. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it just sounded too hard, so I left it. <laughs> that really made me crack up. To uh, uh, classic Marky. Well, that, so that, that is way.
1: funny. Yeah. All right. That's a good story. I thought that was a good story. All right. Well, let's move on to my main topic, Tim. And this <laughs> week, it is long service leave. Yeah. <laughs> goop, 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 goop. Ah. <laughs> so, long service leave. Now, this is something that a lot of people just aren't across. And it's the reason I sure. would say for that is, is because it's different in every state. Yeah. Yeah the 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 rules for each state is different. The award that you need is different, and an accountant doesn't really know this
0: stuff. You know, no. But, and it, quite often, they may not even be involved with the process exactly. of figuring out exactly if long service leave has been accrued or what the cost of it's going to be. Exactly, because you know this is a it's a state by state thing. Uh, it's often
1: to do with your payroll which you might have a payroll person or you might be monitoring that yourself. And in, in the traditional model where you see your accountant once a year, they're not really going to be monitoring your wage awards. You know, yeah. they're not looking at that. No. Um, but if you've got a closer relationship with your accountant, then yeah. these are the conversations that you're going to be having.
0: Yeah. And a bit of research. If they don't know the answer straight away, I'm exactly. sure they can help you with that. <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah. But let's start off with the real basics. Bit of overview. Yeah. What is long service leave? So, it's actually part of the National Employment Standards. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. The NES. The NES. Mm-hmm. it's the basic right for employees, uh, for most employees, um, and it's to reward them for a long period of time working for the one organization. Yeah, that's would right. You, would you say that? Yeah. It's
1: a, it's a period of
0: leave that you
1: earn after being with an organization for an extended period of time. Yes. A- above what your normal leave entitlements would be. Yes. Um And es- essentially, I guess, it's, it's to reward people for, you know, being long-term employed.
0: Yeah. Obviously, yeah. generating a lot of value for their yeah. organization. Yeah. Um Well, you, you'd like to think so, anyway, yeah. after 10 years. Exactly. And then being rewarded for that. Uh, A little little nest egg of leaves. Something that is interesting, you know, in in our
1: generation, Tim, it's you and I are exemptions from the rule. We've worked for the one organization for an extended period of time. For sure. And that's because, you know, we're in a place where, you know, our work, our effort is valued. We're a small team. Yeah. Um, But a lot of people move, especially
0: our age, jobs... All the time. It's true. And it's a very- It's of very little Hmm. um, concern to them, long service leave. I think a lot of people don't think about if they were, say, had been working at a place for seven years, they probably won't be thinking, I'm pretty close to this long service leave mark here. And if they get a new job, they yeah. don't even consider that. Yeah. And and there's like, uh, I think the difference between an older generation is our,
1: and ours is that an older generation would look at an, uh, a company and say, well, how can I move up the ladder here? Yeah. Uh, our generation would look at the industry and say, well, yeah. what's my path moving up the ladder yeah. across this industry? Yeah, true. You know, they're going to be at one job at one place and then to get to the next hierarchy, they're moving to another business.
0: Potentially, it's easier to jump yeah. between businesses.
1: Yeah. Lateral yeah. moves across and up. Yeah. Um, now, th- that's... And I think there's there's been statistics that have come out that have said, you know, um, our generation are going to change careers, not jobs, but careers, hmm. like three or four times that's in our lifetime. crazy. So, in 10 years' time, Tim, you know, you might not even be an accountant. Yeah. You know?
0: Doubtful, but yeah. But yeah. You know what I mean. I do know what you mean. It's exactly right. And um, yeah, it, it will be interesting to see... Um, long service leave evolve with yeah, that? exactly. Will it change? Yeah. Will it, could it potentially be worth more yeah, than I what mean. it is now?
1: Yeah, and exactly. And I, I think- Or could it- they reduce
0: the time it takes to yeah. actually accrue the long service leave? And yes.
1: should it be- Should long service leave be an, a reward for staying- in one organization for a long period of time Mm. or should it be a reward for staying permanently employed for a long period of time?
0: Yeah, true. Which I think is something to reward
1: more than loyalty to any one company. That's true. It should be a reward for being
0: gainfully employed Mm. for a long time. Yeah. God, you sound like a communist. Well... (laughs) Star oh my god i'm working with a bloody commie <laughs> over here uh, you do wear a lot of red with yeah, we'll with, a, with hammer and sickle I'll be, the, I'll be under the
1: bed tim <laughs> red's under the bed the commies are coming the domino effect yeah you
0: do play a lot of dominoes <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway so what
1: um so essentially it's it's a period of extra leave that you get for staying with a company for a
0: long period of time. Cool. So, yeah, that's the basic understanding. And I think a lot of people, like, they know that. Yeah. Something that a lot of people don't know, and even to an extent, Dan, like, I didn't really consider this, that long Mm. service leave is different for every state. Yeah. Depending on the state you're in. Yeah. There's there's, there's different rules. So, a a lot of our clients are- In New South Wales,
1: we do have some in other states um, or some that work across different states. Yeah. Uh, But again, rarely these days are people with a business for this long. Yeah. So, it's not something that we really have to consider outside of New South Wales. Yeah. Um, But it is different in every single state and that's the problem and that's why so many people are confused and I think it's the same with any state-based tax or state-based incentive is that people- It loses people. Neglect it because it's yeah. like, well, it's not the income tax. They're not talking about it come, you know, election debate time. Yeah. You know, even in the state elections, you barely hear anything about payroll tax. Yeah. Um, but it's a thing.
0: It's and, a thing. And it's it's, it's a legitimate liability yeah. that you need to be aware of in your business. That's right. Um, so, should we start with... Should we... Do an overview of all of the states in, comparis- in comparison. Yeah. <clears throat> or should we um, just start off talking about New South Wales, the home state?
1: I think let's, let's use New South Wales as a main line of topic. Yep. And then as we go to each section... Compare it we'll to the, the other compare states. it to the other states. Perfect. So, in New South Wales... What it is, is after 10 years of continuous employment Mm -hmm. with a business, it doesn't need to be full-time. Yep. Can be part-time, can be casual, just needs to be over 10 years. Yep. Uh, You are entitled to 8.6667 weeks of leave. (laughs) So, essentially- How many days is that? Two and a bit months. (laughs) Uh, Two and a bit months of leave you are entitled to. Yeah.
0: You know, um, and when we discussed this earlier, I was surprised by that. I thought it was was a little bit longer. Yeah, I thought it was too. I thought it was three months. I feel like after 10 years, I deserve more than eight (laughs) weeks leave. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. So,
1: I mean, it is for nothing. Yeah. On top of your annual leave. As a quick comparison, uh, Victoria, Queensland, Tasmania, Northern Territory, ACT, WA, and South Australia, it's all 10 years. So, it's all the same length of time that you need to be with them. Uh, But, uh, Victoria, Queensland... And Western Australia have the same amount of weeks leave that New South Wales have. Yeah, so they all do the 8.667. 8. 8. 6, 6, 7. Uh But uh, Tasmania is actually the same, but they've written it different. It's 8 <laughs> and 2 thirds, which is 8.667. Um, but New- uh, really, what I was getting uh, to is the Northern Territory and South Australia yeah. 13 weeks leave. 13 weeks. 13 weeks. 13 weeks. And lagging behind uh, ACT, 6 point zero six and one third
0: six and one
1: six and one third but Uh, uh, so
0: act actually
1: get less they get less but you accrue that after seven years and then it's a third of a month Uh, for every year after that. it'll probably add up to being the same thing probably just Mm. funny way but um (laughs) but so let's say you've been there for longer than 10 years yeah you're there another five yeah well after five more years, so, 15 years, you get, you get more half of that again. leave. Yeah, so you don't have to wait another 10 years. You Just only have to wait another five. The additional five. Yep. And in some of the other states, it's different again. So, mm. in uh, Northern Territory and South Australia, again, leading the country, uh, <laughs> it's every year
0: from then on, you get 1.3 weeks. Wow. So, after 10 years, if you're in Northern Territory or South Australia, mm-hmm. you are essentially getting 5.3 weeks of annual leave.
1: Yeah, well, it says 13 weeks after 10 years and then 1.3 weeks per
0: completed year. Wow. And they don't have to wait the five years to get the leave again. Because in New South Wales, that's what it is, isn't it? Mm. After five years, you get another half of what you would normally get in 10. But um, would that... I guess that's, that's a good question. Yeah. Does that Although break I, down
1: per year? I, I do question whether or not I'm reading this correctly because it does say 13 weeks after 10 years and 1.3 weeks per completed year. Well, that would be 1.3 weeks per completed year, 13 weeks. Well, that's why they're adding... But I wonder ad, if it's, it's just the then same every rate. year after that. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Cool. So, yep. that's the amount of leave you get mm. and how long you have to wait to get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is entitled to it?
0: Well, um, you said before, is anyone working full-time, part-time, casual? Yeah. And it it does change per state, of Mm. course. But New South Wales, uh, long-term
1: employees, casuals. Uh, and commission-based employees. See, that's really interesting to me
0: as well, that you can get long service leave as a casual yeah. employee. If you've been there for 10 years. That's that's, that's something that you wouldn't really yeah. think.
1: Well, if if you've been with an organization, I think it's six months. It's 12 as a months. It's casu- 12 months. As a casual, you have to be offered yeah. part-time equivalent exactly. to the amount of hours that you normally yeah, do Yeah, that's a new anyway, role. That's a new role. Um, so, yeah. But that's interesting. Uh, In Victoria, seasonal workers are also included in that. Hmm. Um, Let's see if this changes in any of the other... Nah, it's pretty much the same in every state. Yep. Cool. So, that's interesting. Uh, Now, let's go... I'll stick to the broader categories. and We can get into the nitty-gritty as we go. Yeah. Uh, Scroll through here. So... Can you get it paid out pro rata before the 10 years? Yes, yes. Here's an interesting one. That's a really good question. Because it is different for every hmm. state. Wow. Um, the answer is in some circumstances, yes. Mm-hmm. So, in New South Wales, we'll stick to New South Wales. Yes, yep. If you have completed five years mm-hmm. of said service. Yep. So, you're between five and 10. Yep. If you quit your job mm-hmm. because of illness, incapacity... Or death, mm-hmm. uh, then you are entitled to a pro rata payment of your long service leave. Mm, okay. So if I h- fall horribly ill and I quit, mm-hmm. then I should be paid out, you know, nine out of ten years worth of long service leave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is fine. Also, if they ad- if you're fired mm-hmm. by your your job, yeah, your employer. Uh, your employer because of anything other than misconduct, mm-hmm. so a genuine redundancy yep. would be an example of this, um, or anything like that. Yeah, then you are also entitled to that payer. Mm. So essentially, mm. and if you don't expect an employee to be fired from misconduct, mm. you should probably
0: start accruing this this cost. Which no one does. Which no one does. We don't see that mm. anywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there is a cost associated with that. Yeah. Obviously, not tax tax deductible until you pay it. Yeah. But um, But yeah, I think it should be taken up as a liability. Yeah. Just so you know, especially if you have a lot of staff yeah. on and, high wages. And, and if, we, if we go back to the whole, um, you know, what,
1: what is a contingent ver- liability versus, you know, an actual liability, then- it would be worth considering how likely it is that that person is going to get to 10 years and how likely it is that that person is not going to be fired for misconduct. Yeah. Um, or, or, or just quit. But <laughs>
0: you'd hope most yeah. of your employees are not going to yeah. get fired for misconduct. Or, or, or they just quit. Yeah, okay. Not due to illness. So, if they do quit before the... After five, before the 10, no long not service due leave. No long
1: service leave. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, it'd be worth looking... So, I wouldn't really start accruing it at five years. Yeah. But maybe at eight. Yeah, you know, it, it would be worth yeah. someone sticking around for two it's years just to, to get become their leave.
0: More likely than yeah. not. Mm.
1: So, in that instance, where there is going to be a future outlay yeah. of resources yeah. as a consequence of past actions, such as employment, yeah, then it would be
0: worth accruing that. Nice definition of a liability. Thank then. you. Yeah. It <laughs> would be worth uh, it. Would be worth accruing that liability. So, uh, when do you come up on ten years, Dan? Uh, in about a year and a bit. So, I'm going to have to figure out a way for Dan to quit his fucking job no.
1: between now. <laughs>
0: yeah, now and then. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, you've, you've just crossed the 10. You started uh, two years before I did. Yeah. So, actually, we celebrated that earlier in the week. This, we did. This is quite a topical uh, subject. Yeah. For I wonder me. why we chose this subject. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I hit, I hit the 10 year mark on yeah. Monday or
1: Tuesday or whatever it was. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, yeah you, you're about a year and 10 months, or no, a year and, was it, year and nine months
0: ahead of me. So, here's a good question, Dan. Yeah. When I qualify for long service leave, how much notice do I have to give before I take Mm -hmm. long service leave? (laughs) Good question. I'm going to say about a year for you.
1: (laughs) But um, uh, here's an interesting fact. Uh, If you're an employer, you can force people to take long service leave because you don't want that liability accruing. How about that? Right. So, uh, there's a different amount of notice you need to give legally. Some states, it's one month, such as New South Wales. Others, it's three months. Others, it's 60 days. But you can essentially... Call up, you know, Tim in the office. Tim walks in. And I say, mate, in one month's time, you need to take your two months long service leave. Yeah. And uh, he'd have to do it, which would yeah. be terrible for him, I'd imagine. Oh,
0: yeah. Don't do that
1: to me. <laughs> All my clients. <laughs> yeah. They'll be very upset. Now, there's actually some rules as well, which I found interesting. Can, this is a heading here, can any amount of long service leave be taken? So, by that, right. I mean, really can really you take question. a week at a time? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in New South Wales, it must be at l- it must be least at least one month taken for one continuous period, or separate periods with conditions. Doesn't say what those conditions are. Mm-hmm. So essentially, unless you have an agreement with your employee, I'm sure no one enforces this. Mm. Um, but it needs to be at least a month for one whole month, mm. and then you could take the second month later wow. in the year or something. Hmm. Um, which is interesting, but it is different for every, yeah, every so, state. So, yeah. um, what have we got here? Victoria, uh, up to three separate instances in the first 13 weeks and then up to two separate instances in subsequent years after five years of service. So, again, this is why no one is up to date with long service leave. It's similar yeah. to FBT in that it's just got some just, very difficult parts and to one it. One
0: of those things where it may never happen if your employers aren't with you for 10 years yeah. And as we know, that's a long time. So, um, I guess that's future That's future use problem. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: so, it, here's another one. If the employee leaves and returns. Yeah. yeah what happens okay. then? So, if, it, if dismissed by the employer, long service leave prior to accrual is recognized within two months. Mm. So, if you leave, so if you're fired yeah. and then you come back a month later- then Awkward. it continues to accrue. <laughs> yeah, well. But if you leave and then come back three months later, it no longer accrues. So, what if you leave on your own accord? I'd, I'd say it probably doesn't falls into the same. Mm. Although, unless you leave, if you don't leave for um, illness
0: or death, it doesn't count anyway. Yeah, true. Yeah. Restart. Restart. Wow. So, even people who um, <laughs> quit their job to go traveling for 12 months, and come back and get the same job. Doesn't count. You've just lost your, you've lost your, you've long lost your 10 years that exactly. you're building towards. So, do
1: that in the first two years of your employment and then hang on. Yeah, around. or just
0: don't quit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so long, without pay. <laughs> long service leave, accrue whilst on workers' compensation. The answer in New South Wales is yes. Victoria, yes. Queensland, yes. Tasmania, yes. WA, Yes. With some conditions, South Australia, yes. Northern Territory and ACT, no. Really?
0: Yeah, funny. The two territories. Wow. The states do. Territories, no. Why? why? Why are you different? No. Stop being different. Uh, it so doesn't make you, you unique or better in, in any way.
1: <laughs> some, some more things uh, to go with this, Tim.
0: Mm. Uh, superannuation. Yeah, that's do, a really good question. If do someone- you have
1: to pay superannuation on unused long service level on termination? Across the board, it's
0: no. Hmm. Because that's quite similar to normal leave. It's quite, well. sim- yeah, quite
1: similar to paying to pay
0: out um, unused leave at the end of an employment. Yeah, Correct. Wh- whereas when people are taking their leave, you generally you pay the super. Yeah,
1: which is exactly the same here. So, superannuation paid on long service leave as you're taking it. Yes, mm. you have to pay super on top of long service leave payments. Mm. And that's in every state? Every state agrees on that. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, is public holidays paid... Yeah. On long service Something leave. Something that a lot of people would forget. Yeah. So New South Wales, Victoria, Queensland, Tasmania, ACT, and WA <laughs> all say yes. It's paid in addition to the long service leave. So So there's actually a state or two. There's a couple states that said no. Say no. So Northern Territory and South Australia say no. Well, okay, but so they maybe they do that get 13 weeks' yeah, leave. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that, that makes a bit more sense then. So if you're in any of these other states, You should take your long service leave between like November and January Mm. and take advantage of Christmas, Boxing Day, (laughs) New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, Australia Day, any of the days over Easter,
0: especially those years when it's like Easter and Anzac Day are very close. Yeah. Do that. So good. So, okay. Here's something worth clarifying as well, which maybe we hadn't touched on yet. Yeah. If you are part-time... Working and you always worked four out of five days of the week. Yep. Then you get four fifths of the annual leave uh, reward. Yeah. When you've served ten years. So here is how it's calculated. Yep. So
1: long service leave, right? Uh, if given, blah 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 blah. So it's the last pay ordinary rate that you've received. So yeah. The last pay, right? Yep. And. It's the variable working hours per week over the last twelve months yep. or the last five years, whichever is higher. Yeah. So if you've been, if you've been part time four out of five days for yep. the last five years, yep. then it would be four right, fifths, four of, fifths of a week. It'd be your normal week's pay. Yeah. Essentially. True. Four. It's just whatever your it's however many weeks for eight point six 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 seven weeks. So it's just whatever exactly. your normal week is. Yeah. That's what you get. For that length of time. Hmm. Um, if you worked full-time for four years and then part-time for one year, well, then you'd average it out over the five years. So, it'd be four full-time and one part-time. Calculate yep. what the average would be. It'd be pretty close to a full week. Yeah. Times 8.667 yep. weeks yep. worth of pay. Yeah. Um,
0: that's what you'd get. Um, And did it say something about the last 12 months, whatever was higher? Yeah. So, So if you're working full-time in that last 12 months- But you worked part-time the last
1: five years,
0: four years before that. Four years before that, you you can take the full-time. That's pretty hectic. Yeah. So if you're in your, <laughs> so if you've been if 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 working, working nine <laughs> years at part time, really
1: push for a push full, time full time for a time, year. Yeah, just one year.
0: That's all you need. You you'll get an extra one fifth. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> it's worth. Essentially, it. if you're working one out of five days for nine years, and then work five days a week for a, a full year. year you're doing pretty well there. You've done well there. You've done well. You've done well. I might go get another job <laughs> 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 where I work one day a week. <laughs> yeah. And it's just in 10 years time, just really throw them under the bus. <laughs> yeah. So, it, it is slightly different in every
1: state. Um, leave can be taken half pay- for twice as long in Victoria, apparently. Oh, okay. And and that's all flexible. Like, if the yeah. employer... If the employer's willing... Yeah, to there do are things, legal requirements, can, but I'm sure... They put those minimums in place if there's yeah. disagreement. Yeah. Um, like, for instance, they can't force you to take it one day a week for a year. Mm. Because but, if that's the, what you, but if you agree to <laughs> that, you want I'm that. sure it's probably
0: fine. It, it, it would absolutely no would be fine. Admit, yeah. put, it, put it on paper. Sign off yeah. on it. If both parties agree, yeah. it if, would be fine. But your employer... Can't force you to do it yeah. if you want
1: to take the three months, yeah. two months. Yeah. You're allowed. Yeah. Um, that's fine. So, yeah, as I said, it is different for each state. Go check it up if you're in other states. Uh, so, other things. So, let's just go through here. Can paid work be done whilst on long service leave?
0: Yeah, that's a really
1: good question. You don't think about that. So, can I take two months long service leave and then go work in a pub for those two months and earn double the money? Mm. So... New South Wales, Queensland, Tasmania, and the ACT are all silent on the matter. There is no rule. (laughs) Apparently. That's helpful. It doesn't explicitly explicitly say yes, and it doesn't explicitly say no. Uh, Victoria uh, and WA say no. Uh, Northern Territory says not on duties similar to those usually performed. So, we couldn't go work as an accountant. ...for two months with someone else... ...but we could go work in a pub. Uh, South Australia says no penalty to employer if known. Oh. So, the people that hire you outside of your normal... Log- yeah, I would say. Wow. Yeah. So, they're very strict on it.
0: That's crazy. So, they
1: give you a lot longer in those states... ...but they're a bit strict you not
0: can't, You can't work whilst you're... Yeah. yeah. For money.
1: Yeah, that's right. So, right. Uh, what else have we got here? So, the last... Thing oh, that I probably oh sorry, go on, Tim.
0: I have one that, that we may not, may not be able to find a question uh, answer for right now. I've been yep. doing a little bit of searching. Yeah, what happens if I work in a national company, spend five years working in New South Wales, and five years working in South Australia, uh, without any evidence? Yeah, <laughs> I would say because
1: they all have the same list. It's ten years. It's all ten years. Ten years. So that doesn't change. So I would say Just whatever state you are currently working in at the time that you reach that. it,
0: yeah, would be the state. Rules that you have to wow. follow. Wow! So get a transfer down to I'm going Rad- to WA. To yeah. <laughs> <laughs> WA? No, no, sorry, South Australia <laughs> you and get to WA uh, <laughs> and Northern, Northern Territory. South, sorry. I, forgot, uh, I thought it was West. No one, everyone's going off to Darwin. Yeah, it's on that ten years long service leave train. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to Adelaide this uh, <laughs> in about a year and a half. Tim. <laughs> Opening the new
1: Adelaide office. Yeah, the Adelaide new Adelaide uh, office. That'd be good yeah cool no one one I'll be, be on leave.
0: Oh, there's not many people in adelaide anyway so <laughs> if you leave uh if you live in Adelaide, please write to Tim and abuse him <laughs> I you know, I do have some family down there, yeah, yeah, nice. so well, that's it. I do have that's one other <laughs> category
1: here yeah far away so we this what we've spoken about so far covers all employers and employees in most industries. Yeah, true. However, there are some unique circumstances. circumstances, And this is specifically what I'm talking about now is if you're in the building and construction industry or if you're in the cleaning industry.
0: Yes. So, very different in those industries. Yeah.
1: with, With those industries, it's a bit unfair because a lot of people work Project to project. Yeah. They go work in a Changing project. Changing jobs
0: a lot. Yeah, you
1: know, they go build a new hospital somewhere. Yeah. And then they go build on another site with another company, a high-rise building in the city somewhere, yeah. you know.
0: Um, I also tended to think that, in those industries, sometimes compliance with things like long service leave may not be lacking. the best. Is lacking, yeah. So, so, they had to regulate that. That's right. So, what
1: happens in these instances is that your employer doesn't pay you your long service leave yeah. in the same way that normally happens. You yeah. actually accrue it across different employees. Yeah. So, I could work for, you know, one big construction company yep. for two years. I could go work for another one for six months and another three for the next seven years between them. Yep. And if they've all reported my long, uh, the amount of time that I've worked for them, to the long service leave corp Mm -hmm. um, in New South Wales, then I can apply to them for my long service leave. And one of two things can happen. One, my current employer pays me my long service leave and the long service corporation pays them. Mm -hmm. Or I can get paid directly from the long service leave corporation. Um, And that's great because in those industries, those people can't stay in the one job forever because projects go to different places and different people. And especially in the bigger projects, you know, if you're working for a local um, electrician company, then, you know, you're probably a bit more likely to be able to sustain that Mm. uh, for longer periods. But Mm. especially in these bigger ones, often people move around a lot.
0: Yeah. But it's actually quite important in those industries that they log the time um, of the employees each year. Yeah. Otherwise, the... The corporation that, or the body that manages that, Yeah. say in New South Wales, the Long Service Leave Corporation, yeah, um, which is the building industry. One, mm. I don't know if they handle that the cleaning. Does. They, they, they handle the cleaning, cleaning as well. Yeah. So um, you have to lodge a report with the details of the employees, mm. what they were doing for you, and um, the hours that they were working on average. Too. Yeah. So, um, so that's quite interesting. Very, very interesting, and now, something that a lot of builders and cleaners would wouldn't miss. do. Yeah, they would definitely miss do. that. So, which is if really if their employees are missing out there. Even even them themselves, they're an employee. They have to include that. Yeah, on them in their So book. if if, <laughs> and just like all the other rules,
1: it mm. changes for every single state and how this is handled. <laughs> it's crazy. Every state have a similar scheme in progress, um, yep. where the businesses report who works for them and how long. And then at the end, um, it's paid to them. But the funding changes in each one. Yeah. So, in New South Wales and in Queensland, if you are in the building industry, you don't actually have to pay a cent to either of these mm. corporations. Um, you just need to report who works for you and for how long and how much work they did. Yep. And you need to do that for every employee that you have, during that period. And there is a time limit for each year as well. Correct. You, is couldn't, you can't go back three years yep. and do that. So, you need to report that, but you don't have to pay anything. The way that it's funded is actually on a levy on building and construction sites and mm. jobs um, across the state. There you go. So, if someone's building a big high-rise building, they're probably paying some levy yeah. um, to the state government. And that's what funds the long service
0: leave. Mm. So many stamp duties and levies. Exactly. That's why we pay him. So, the other states, Uh, however, every other state- It would get passed straight on to the customers.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's what it says. It says it's not paid by the companies that build it, it's paid by the people who are building, building, like who's (laughs) building it will belong to. Anyway, um, every other state, though, you actually have to pay a rate Mm. per ordinary earnings- of those employees the yeah. same way that super is calculated.
0: Yeah, so that's really interesting to yeah. me because, because we
1: don't live in those states. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that
0: was something I didn't know until yeah. um, you researched this yeah. for the show today, Dan. And yeah. um and yeah, that's it, that's unique. Yeah, and and it and it varies
1: per state. It goes from, you know, 1.8% in Tasmania to the highest is 2.7 in Victoria. Crazy. So it every state varies between that range. Yeah. And it's reported the same way. You've got to report to the government- Local body. Body. Um, who's worked for you, for how long, how much they earn, and then pay the levy. You know, if it's 2.7, it's 2.7%
0: of Across those wages. Across the board. Straight to, the, straight to them. That would be annoying. That's a, that's a, that's a <laughs> lot. That's a lot. Especially if none of your employees- like with you when they get to ten years exactly, right? <laughs> exactly. Es- essentially, it's increasing your your wage
1: yeah. um, expenses by two point seven percent.
0: Yeah, um, immediately immediately deductible. So when they um, take their long service leave, is mm. it based off the wages which they took, or is it a flat rate? I think it's based
1: on. Yeah, that's that's a really good question. I don't know how much they. Mm. Earn. I don't know. I'll have a look. I don't know how it's worked out. However. Uh, a very similar thing is done for the cleaning industry. So, this is businesses that, you know, you're not hired specifically to clean one place. It's you own a company that goes to various places to clean yep. and, and you've probably got 30 employees, 50 employees that go over there every night time and clean an office building and, you know, you've got a bunch of them on your contract. Yep. Um, however, there is no levy for this in any state. You have to pay it. or well, it is a levy, but you're all paying the levy directly yeah. the same way that every other state, but New South Wales and Queensland do for the building. So, there Mm. is a percent. Um, It varies from state to state. It's roughly the same amounts. you know, one point something um, on ordinary time earnings for each employee that you've
0: paid during that period. I'd love to know if they audit um, planning companies on that. (laughs) I guess their stance probably is if they're not paying this, well, then they haven't registered their employees. Mm. So, there's four less employees we're going to have to pay long service leave to. Yeah, exactly. But So, they might not really care that much.
1: There's a... You know, you, you don't often see letters being sent out. We I know we don't receive many to, to people that are in the building, construction, or cleaning industry that says, hey, have you registered for long service leave? Because mm. you need to, and you need to pay this levy. That doesn't really happen. No. Um, you know, we, we get a lot of letters saying, hey, um, your taxable payment annual reports are now going to be for cleaning contractors and couriers... You're going to mm-hmm. need to register for that, um, but not register, but start reporting on it, but, um, but not, not for the long service leave. So, yeah. something to note that if you are a builder or in, in the building or construction industry and the New South Wales Long Service Corp actually have a big list of what trades are included in this, um, if you're part of that, then you need to get online, register and start reporting.
0: Okay, so, I do have an uh, answer as well for the amount of pay that you get. For the building and construction peeps. Yeah. So, for workers paid under an award, which most people would be, you'd Mm -hmm. think, uh, in small business at least anyway. uh, The rate of pay used is the appropriate award rate for the type of work that you do. Uh, Fair enough. That's a good way to so do it. So, it's keeping into, like, let's say I'm a level 10 plumber. Yeah. I don't know if that exists. It'd be the minimum wage for a level 10 plumber. Exactly. Yeah, that's fair enough. And it's the same thing. It's 8.67 weeks pay equivalent equivalent yeah. to two it'll, months. It'll be the exactly,
1: it'd be exactly the same amount.
0: Yeah, there you go. So, 8.67 weeks pay is, because is two months. It's because two months is 4.3 uh, yeah, weeks. A 4. month is 4.3 3 weeks. weeks, yeah. There you go. There you have it, people. There's the reason for the two thirds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what if your two months are less yeah. than, like you go, well, like don't take it in February, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm sure it would public, be. A, a, you'd have to do it for the full eight
0: point six. I think they just get paid. Yeah. For if they're builders or cleaners, do you mean?
1: Yeah. I think they just get, they paid. get paid. They don't
0: actually they get the get a cash out amount. They get they get money. Yeah. Um, for self-employed workers, you pay to the award rate for the type of work you do.
1: Yeah. I think also for self-employed, the rate that you have to pay to the long service leave corp is higher than the rate for your other employees. So, I think um, mm. if you're paying the levy um, in one of the other states, it's yeah. not, you know, if it's 2.15 in South Australia, it might be 2.5 if you're self-employed or something like that. Mm. And, and again, that varies state to state. So, please go to your local... Body, whatever state you're in, yep. and, and look at the details. There are there. websites, so just look Eats it up. Just go
0: like long service leave builder, yeah. South Australia, exactly, and you'll be able to figure it out. Or send send them, give them a call, or send them an email, exactly, and they'll ha- they'll hassle you for or, the information.
1: Call your accountant; they'll panic and go research. And get back <laughs>
0: to yeah, for sure,
1: for sure. So that probably does that conversation on long service leave.
0: I think so. I mean, like we've given a good overview. That- right? There is a lot of learning there. <clears throat> and just as long as you have a concept, if you're not in building or cleaning, if your employee is approaching 10 years of service, whether that's part-time, casual, full-time, mm. um, there's going to be some sort of long service leave liability. Yeah. You should start um, accruing that. Talk a- to your accountant. Yeah. And if you're in the building or cleaning industry, then make sure you're registered and that you're registering your employees otherwise they're going to lose out as yeah. well after they've been working in the, in the industry for 10 years definitely definitely
1: all right that's good tim
0: all right dan i'll see you in two months <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you have another thing this week uh why don't you go first i'm gonna just right. ponder mine i've got a couple of other things oh good uh, the first
1: one is an update from last week so last week i said that i was going to the taylor swift concert
0: oh uh, yeah of the podcast yeah how was it uh great cool yeah
1: she she put on a show I nice. mean as I said I'm a, I'm a casual listener yep. to tell, and by that I mean you know I've heard the songs on the radio and I know all the hits uh,
0: but you have a you have a shaker yeah that says I, shake it off and when I say shaker I mean like a protein
1: it actually says um, shake shaker. yeah it does say it says say shake it off um, <laughs> it wasn't a Taylor Swift branded thing it just happened to say that it was chemist outlet
0: um,
1: but anyway so I went and, and I, I enjoyed it I thought she was great I yep. thought the whole show was pretty good yeah um, it gave me a further appreciation of Taylor Swift you know I'm not quite a Swifty but yeah. but I've definitely listened to a few of the songs during the week. Really? Yeah. Nice. Which ones? Uh, she played one acoustically. She plays. That's a, cool. Apparently, there's one song that she plays every show that she she just chooses a song to play. That how good well are acoustic versions? And yeah, it was uh 22. Yeah. So, I played. I've listened to that a couple little bits. Okay. How's it go? I
0: don't remember at this time. Oh yeah. But yeah. Cool. Pretty good. So was no, there? You know how people dress up. Was there someone in Kanye now, dress? Sorry? Was there anyone in Kanye dressed up? No one
1: was in Kanye. And I was lied to about the percentage of people that dress up. Oh, really? I I was under the impression it was going to be like 20% of people there were dressing up. (laughs) One in every five people. It was probably more like 5%. One in every 20. (laughs) So... uh, But still, there was still a lot. You just look like a diehard. I I looked like a huge... And I had a whole bunch of people coming up to me and saying, Oh, what are you dressed up? What are you dressed up? And And I just had to be like, you need to ask... (laughs) <laughs> My mate over here. Can you knew what you were dressed. No, as? I didn't. I didn't know the story. I oh. didn't know the story, so I just had to be like, I don't know what this is. Surely, once you heard it once, then you can just repeat the story. There's a snake. I can't tell you how. That. I think people called her a snake. I don't know. Oh, really? And there was a Christmas hat. Apparently, she likes Christmas, but there was a whole show or something dedicated. See, I don't even know it. I wow. don't know. It. Anyway. No, Dan, that's your mission for next week. I want to know the story behind your show. <laughs> All okay. right. I'll, I'll ask Renee. Uh, <laughs> so, my, other, my other, other thing quickly is, uh, and I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I'm a huge fan of the television program, uh, Doctor Who. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if you have mentioned that. But yes, you are a massive fan. I love the show, Doctor yeah. Who. Um, it returned about a month ago uh, with a brand new doctor. Yeah. Brand new. So, I don't know if you know the story, Tim, but the doctor uh, regenerates- every so often. Yes, so, I an do know that. comes yep. in and
0: plays the Doctor for three, four, five years. This, is this time, that it's a bit of a different Doctor, right? It is. It's a very different Doctor. Slightly different Slightly different gender. Yes. Oh, <laughs> they're great, they're yeah, very different. Yeah, different. Yeah. Complete
1: opposite. So, uh, for the first time in history, the Doctor is female. And she's great. Really? She's awesome. Loving it? She's she's a great Doctor. Really? I've watched the first three episodes so far. I think there's been five out. I'm, I'm a couple behind. I'm, Catching up over the weekend. That's cool. Um, And is she she, badass? Like the like the doctor should be. She's pretty badass. She's calculated, uh, and she's definitely always has a backup plan. Yeah, and she's definitely got the quirk quirkiness about her, which is good. Which is what what you want a doctor. You want we want them a little bit little bit out there, a little bit not completely with it all the time. Here's a question: uh, Is she very feminine? Yeah, she's a little bit, but not in like a like she's not running around in a you know. Address or something, yeah, but
0: that's she's got all
1: the normal stuff as uh, the doctor would have s- certain characteristics With that like a go back to all the other ones. But also, she's a girl, and it really doesn't seem to make a difference. Like, that yeah. they kind of mention it a couple times in the that's first cool. episode, like, hey, I'm a girl, hey, that's weird, like, yeah. and then but then it's not mentioned again, yeah. and it's perfect. Like, you forget after that's three awesome. seconds, she is 100%. She's the Doctor. That's sick. That's great. I like it. And there's a show that uh, comes on in Australia after Doctor Who called Huvians. Hoovians. It's on the ah, ABC yeah, and yeah. it's uh, hosted by Rove. Sort of like Talking Dead. Exactly like Talking Dead, but it's hosted by Rove yep. uh, and a few other people that are on there regularly and uh, I thoroughly enjoy that. That's cool. So, I watch that all the time too.
0: That's cool, Dan. You're a massive cool guy. So, I just want to give a shout out to Hoovians <laughs> and Doctor Who. I remember that time you went to the Doctor Who thing at like the cinemas. Yeah, I did. Yeah. By myself. Too. <laughs> <laughs> C- cat By didn't yourself? even come with me. Oh, uh, I wouldn't either. If I was Cat, that's fine. I would if I was me though, Dan. I yeah. would come. Thanks, pat Thanks, Pal. <laughs> what did <are> you say? <laughs> I said Pal. <laughs> did you say Fat? No, I said Pal. <laughs> My lip got stuck. Uh, I do have another thing right, if, you if you've got anything else no, They're all my other things this week Alright cool um, Did I bring up John Butler Trio yet Dan You have to me I don't, I know don't if think you did I, I did the on the podcast, podcast. Oh, Alright well that's my other thing yep. um, He released a new album roughly a month ago mm. Maybe a month and a half ago um, And it's it's awesome mm. I'm loving it mm. Very different style to uh, his previous albums mm. And his touring now is with a five-piece band instead of three. Oh, yeah. So, it's the John Butler Trio Plus. Because oh, yeah. obviously, it's the, so the trio is in the name. The plus. <laughs> yeah, the plus. So, uh, so, what would the five be? Got sure. Trio, am added-
1: And then a quintet. It's <laughs> <Is> quintet <laughs> seven? John Butler
0: quintet. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll, I'll keep going. So, um, yeah, the, the album's great. I, it, it didn't catch me on the first listen. Mm. but second and third listens, there's probably at least six songs on there, which mm. are just absolute tunes. Yeah. And uh, what's really cool is that Johnny Boy is getting into podcasting. Is he? Yeah. He should come on the podcast. Oh, imagine. I doubt we'll be able to get him on the podcast, but yeah, yeah that would be amazing. Um, but um, yeah, essentially, it feels like he sat down with a producer of some sort mm and they must have spoke at length about every song on the album. Oh, that's and cool. And so, they're releasing a new episode every week um, about, about song. the song. So, they're working their way through the album I about half that. an hour per episode. And he's talking about like where the inspiration came from, mm. um, how they made the song. Mm. I didn't know that um, he did so much layering mm. of sounds. So, mm. he'll play the same track five times mm. on the guitar and one time on the banjo. hmm slightly different each time mm. and just layer them on top of each other so to get like fuller. a deeper more yeah. rich um, sound and he's like heaps into that yeah that was the whole idea behind this behind this whole album by the yeah. sounds of it and um, he does that with the singing as well mm. um, so so yeah it's, it's pretty cool um, that is cool quite that's en- a great idea I enjoyed it that's really cool I like yeah. that so um, just reminded me I have to listen to episode 2 well, it's probably episode 2 and 3 out now But mm. yeah. shout out to John Butler yeah John Butler um, the John Butler Quintet. I looked it up. Ah, Quintet, is it? It's a Quintet. Yeah, they must have just thought that just doesn't sound the same. It doesn't work. Trio Plus. <laughs> Fair enough.
1: <laughs> All right, Tim. Well, that about does it for the week, unless you've got any other things. No, nah, that's when, that's when you done. All right, everybody. It's been a bit of a long episode this time. Has it really? Yeah. An hour and three minutes. No way. Yes way. I thought we got through that fairly quickly. It, there's just how a lot how to get through. That just shows... Yeah. We spoke a lot about the superannuation at the start. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was uh, interesting.
1: Anyway, I hope everyone enjoyed the content, at least. And uh, shout out to Taylor Swift, Hoovians, and John Butler Trio. John Butler Trio plus. plus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll catch everybody next week with a brand new topic. Thanks, and guys. And we will uh, cack you later. See ya. <laughs>